You're listening to Music Sumo Podcast number zero, three, four. Hey, this is David Lawrence, and you are listening to Downtown Johnny Brown and the Music Sumo Podcast.
play. Different stuff. I, when I... So welcome back to the Music Sumo podcast. News. Music Hello. Sumo podcast number 034, I think it is now. Yeah, wow, you're getting up there. Yeah, I know. Darcy Tiller back in the studio with the... Hey, everybody. The expert news. Oh, yeah. How you doing? Good. How are you doing? I'm doing excellent. Uh, you just got back from L.A. Yeah, a little couple days down, you know, Disneyland with the kids. You know, get away. It's nice to be back home. Hitting up the music center, as it were. Oh, man, the music scene down there. Yeah, we could do a whole show on that. Oh, I know. But we love our Bay Area. Come on. <laughs> There, there is a lot of shows down there, though, man. I, I could have gone to a show every night for the past uh, or for the next uh, month or two. Oh, totally. Well, there's plenty of news to talk about this show. So what did I miss? There's plenty. Um, Clay Aiken. Clay Aiken. Remember oh, from uh, uh, American, American Idol. Idol. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he uh, has come out of the closet and has admitted he's gay. Um, what was that? thought that was old news exactly oh okay yeah but i didn't realize i guess he, officially he hadn't announced that I mean, officially he hadn't announced it but now he has okay but yes i guess it is old news okay i mean not to be oh no that's what i thought was funny about it that's uh yeah that's interesting so i mean if anybody didn't know that before you were kind of out of touch i, I think. think he just had a kid recently too right Yes, he did. So he's got a, um, it was uh, uh, artificial insemination. So that, that's probably hard to pressure being a parent, you know, and uh, trying to, uh, I mean, I don't know how you'd hide that from other parent things and whatnot. Eventually you'd get, uh, I think that would come out. So that's probably probably about time for him. So right, I'm sure he's much more comfortable that way. Yeah. Um, did you also hear that DMX recently had a stroke? Uh, what did one of his dogs lose a dog fight? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> he was, um, he's being treated at a Florida hospital, um, and did not make a scheduled court appearance that he had, um, last Tuesday morning. Oh yeah. You know what I did? Uh, I did see that. That's, uh, something where like, I guess his attorney or somebody representing him called, uh, and said that he was experiencing symptoms of a stroke. So he couldn't make his, um, his court, court date. Yes, exactly. He was scheduled for a court date in relation to drug charges in Phoenix, Arizona. And uh, apparently he had to miss that because he had a stroke, sadly. Yeah, I think that happens all the time. Sometimes, well, not strokes, but, you know, people miss court dates and whatnot. I mean, hopefully uh, if he is having a stroke, the he recovers from that stuff. Right. Last time I heard about that dude, though, he was like, uh, it was a michael vick uh type thing he was having wasn't that dmx am i getting that mixed up i'm pretty sure he was doing some uh illegal dog fighting and stuff there was somebody doing that i don't know if it was dmx yeah, or I'm not pretty that sure was a while Usually i'm pretty ago. good with that stuff that. so if uh forgive me if i'm wrong don't don't kill me dmx but right uh yeah i think uh i think that was him so hopefully he recovers from his stroke and he'll probably be right back in court i mean what can you say that's uh right can you say also, uh, drummer Steve Tate recently held up a bank with a music stand that he disguised like a gun. And if you don't know uh, who Steve Tate is, he was a drummer back. He was kind of big back in the 80s. 80s yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I think he played with Whitney Houston. Oh, yeah. I think it was. Um, he did a couple, I believe, 
studio things. I'm right, trying to think right. off the top of my head. I know the name, though. But he's run into hard times and has a, uh, apparently has a drug problem and was hard up for some money and decided to uh, roll, I guess, I don't know really how he this did it, but I think he rolled up his music stand with blankets or something and made it look like a gun and went into a bank and demanded money and... Yeah, was, I mean, that was just like uh, the old I just finger under funny. the shirt, I've got a gun right, type right. thing. I just found it funny that uh, it, being a musician, he he disguised his music stand as a gun. Yeah, that's that's a classic one. That, that's, that, that's uh, hey, maybe the mic was sticking out of the end or something when they, uh, <laughs> when they took him down. They're like, mm, no, I don't think so, buddy. Was he singing a song on the way out or something? I mean... <laughs> Actually, he was a drummer. Right. He was a he drummer, was so it was probably a cymbal stand or something. He was probably, while they were packing up his bag, he was probably probably drumming out on the counter some Whitney Houston song yeah. or something. Oh That's how they found who it was. Did he want to know what love was? <laughs> Did somebody show him? <laughs> I, I think he, uh, yeah, the guy's uh, hopefully got some money, uh, but uh, no, nah, he's going to jail. That's... Uh, what, whatever, um, you know, feel sorry for a dude having a drug problem, going to jail, but uh, he robbed a bank, got caught. He didn't get no money. He's going to jail. Right. Yeah. That's yeah I don't think he can afford any big attorneys or nothing at this point. No, I mean, that's why he was robbing a bank. I mean, you're not going, hey, dude, I just heard about him yesterday or anything. I mean, you know. Right. Maybe a reality show or something, you know, down the line, but that's about it. Now that would be interesting, a reality show his way. Well, you never know, man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Flavor Flav got big once Flav again. Flav. Gotta love it. Oh, yeah. Did you hear DJ AM and Travis Barker both um, got released from the hospital? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's um, good news. A story we, we per- talked about last show. Yeah, I heard they got pretty um, burned, though. Uh, pretty, yes. Pretty severely, so... Like I said uh, last week, hopefully they're going to be okay. Yeah, I hope they're but, okay. Um, they're well enough to go home, which was nice. That's good news. Get back with their families and whatnot. Exactly. And um, we were hearing, we were talking last show about Led Zeppelin getting back together, but not with Robert Plant. They were talking about um, using that American singer. They yeah. were using the unknown American singer. Yeah. Well, it seems that Robert Plant has finally come around and has decided to join the band. We, yeah, we knew that for was a coming. future tour and everything. We, we knew that was coming. How could you not? I mean, that's that's it. Not only is it very profitable for all of them, but uh, it's fun. I mean, right. What the heck? He just um, got done doing a pretty mellow tour. I think he could dig doing some rock and roll. Yeah, exactly. I um I heard that the reason he was thinking not of not doing it was he just couldn't handle the amount of communication, the chit chat, and emails and phone calls involved of putting on a tour. And um, oh, it takes a lot. I yeah, mean, you. He said when they did the O2 concert, just the amount of emails he had to go through to put on that concert was just Well, too and you much. see these guys. I mean, they show up. I mean, half the time they've got to do a signing. They've got to do a sound check. They've got to go check in somewhere to stay, usually get something to eat along the way. Um, half the time they're meeting directly just because managers have so much going on. The bands eat and end up meeting with tons of people independently by themselves. Uh, you know, half the time before they play, they, they do more than, uh, you know, they're, they're, they're playing 
doing taking more time than it does to play a show before they even play. Mm-hmm. And they play their show, and then afterwards they have to do signings and meet with people and yeah, get all their a stuff. Lot more than just playing the music. Oh yeah, no, it's it's. I mean, I think everybody's seen movies or heard about the rock and roll lifestyle. I mean, you know, it's uh, you know, every everybody pays the dues with it, but uh, yeah, that's it's 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 hard, you know, and I, I can't blame him for, I mean, dude, that guy's been around for a long time, right? and uh, I'm amazed that he, that they're all still doing it, so, you know, that's cool, man, I actually would would like to see him. Yeah, I would love to see him, I'm glad they find, he's finally uh, chose to go out on tour with them, and they're going to be going out on tour next year, I think. Now, this brings up, you know, do you think... Um, I'm sure I see like some sort of Walmart exclusive album, you know, in the future. Oh my God, I haven't even thought about that, but I really hope not. But Uh, everybody seems to be doing that, like the Best Buy or Walmart exclusive album. You're going to get a Led Zeppelin exclusive album. I could almost, you know, I'd I'd bet money on it right now, John. I I, I couldn't, I wouldn't bet money on who, but I guarantee you're going to get some sort of, you know, Virgin uh, Records uh, Led Zeppelin type thing. So I I just don't see why bands, I mean, I, why would you put yourself in only one set of stores? Well, a lot of them locked themselves up in so much money from that one store. The that you know, uh, and they're also I, I've heard for some reasons, uh, they, at least from the musician side, they're claiming that the stores will keep the prices low for their CDs. Mm-hmm. You know, I know you can usually get them around ten bucks, uh, so that that might be a reason. But I think that the the main reason is just shoot they lock up you know they, they're signing for what millions and millions of dollars when they sign up to sell their cd exclusively right and right. they get great representation they're going to get tons of commercials it's going to be in every store in front of millions of people yes that is true but uh couldn't you sign smaller agreements with several different stores oh yeah hey man i'm personally i'm against it man i i, I wouldn't personally, I, 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 I don't like it at all oh, I, don't, I don't like it at all personally I and mean, if you ask my opinion on it i'd I don't like it at all. I, I think they ought to uh, make it available everywhere. Right. But, uh, you know, that's in a way it's it's sending you, making you go to Walmart, which I don't like, you know. And, it, well, exactly. And so that's, uh, I, I, I'm definitely against it, but I think you're leaning more and more to these deals with bands. And shoot, every every auditorium we go to has a, a sponsorship. Every Everything has a name behind it now. You can't put buy a ticket for anything or a CD without having some name on it. So... Um, you know, the, the money flows in from all directions and these guys are going to do it. So, you know, Robert Plant's back. I'm sure I, here's the next thing I can guarantee you, there will be some su- sort of like Guitar Hero or Rock Band game, Led Zeppelin. Probably might see oh, that. There's, there's going to be already. There's yeah, got, I guarantee a signature you know guitar. I mean, you're going to see it'll be a huge moneymaker. Yeah. They're, they'll have everything. I mean, they, literally. So. And uh, I'm I'm interested to see how many shows they'll do. If it'll be like the police where they work their butts off all summer, you know, and play tons of gigs and come through twice every town almost. Or I, re- I really don't think so. I think it's going to be, you know, five f- major cities yeah, and they're gonna out. Yeah, it's going to be a few major cities and that's going to be it. Well, but that's the, the other thing. You never know that once they Japan. do that, it might be like the O2. They might do yep. the those shows and go, wow, this did really well. Let's do more. I'm interested so to see. So they might be going for a while. We'll see. Yeah, I'm interested to see. It's uh, and you know, I'm, the other thing I want to see is how much are tickets going to cost. 
$150 a piece to go see him. I mean, oh, we're going to get gouged you know again. They are. So. You know they're going to so, be really expensive, which is something that's going to be really discouraging because they're going to be a band I want to see, and I'm not going to be able to afford it yet yeah, again. I'm sure you're going to see a lot of internet stuff to, you know, availability for illegal stuff on that one. Unfortunately, you know, they're forcing people when you... They can't pay $150 for that. Right. Uh, I, I really, uh, I, it's hard. I like the shows where, the, where they can charge a fair price. So that, that's a hard one. I'll probably end up watching that one on DVD just because I can't afford the tickets. <laughs> yeah. Channel 9 true. rebroadcasts, you know. There you, go. Yeah. <laughs> you know you're going to be doing it. Speaking of the rock band Guitar Hero thing. We were speaking last uh, show about it, and you mentioned that you heard rumors that ACDC is going to have a rock band package. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I know and, they, uh, they did a couple songs, right? They, on the yes, new and they finally, they've confirmed that they are doing uh, rock. I think it's rock band. It's either Guitar Hero or Rock Band, but they're doing the same thing that Aerosmith did, where oh, they're yeah. doing a, a, their own package of songs. Oh, yeah. And they've got, ACDC has a new album out, uh, Black Ice, I believe, right? Uh, yeah, I think they did the exclusive release uh, deal, and uh, there it's another thing. I mean, ACDC is huge. There, anytime you see an ACDC, you've got soccer moms wearing ACDC shirts. You've got five-year-olds wearing ACDC shirts. Oh, my I mean, parents have always loved ACDC. Yeah, I mean, ACDC is one of the first shows I ever saw, um, and I, I really, uh, I really enjoy ACDC. So it, it's interesting to still see them around. But I think the, uh, I mean, everybody's making money off that one. That's that's going to be huge. They're coming through on a tour real soon, and it's going to be a, a big deal. Just like Led Zeppelin. Shoot, imagine ACDC, Led Zeppelin together, but that won't happen. Right. right. No, they're not quite the same. But uh, that's going to be another interesting thing. Who's going to be opening for Led Zeppelin tour? Yeah, you never know. You never know. You might get one of their kids. It seems like that's the thing to do. I saw Iron Maiden over the summer and Steve uh, Harrison, Harris, Steve Harris, the bassist, I believe uh, his daughter, Laura, uh, Lauren Harris, opened up mm -hmm. for him. And, uh, you know, you've got Van Halen playing with Wolfgang. Uh, seems to be pretty common. So um, I think Jason Bonham's already playing drums for him. Right. So uh, I'd be interested to see who uh, opens for Led Zeppelin. Probably some up-and-coming band. Same with ACDC. You'll probably get a, a decent up-and-coming band before them. Right. So that, that would be interesting. I'd like to see, like, Jet open up for uh, ACDC, you know, or Wolf Mother or something. Somebody that sounds kind of like That would be kind of fun. Wolf Mother would be cool. They sound a lot like them. Yeah, that would be kind of neat. Same with Led Zeppelin, you know. One of those bands open up, and it would be kind of fun. Right. I could think of a bunch of bands that would make that fun. That would be cool, like The Firm before Led Zeppelin or something. Mm-hmm. That's not going to happen. Um, there's also Metallica confirmed that uh, they're doing a package for Rock Band um, in 2009. Oh, well, yeah. So. I mean, I, that's, you, how could they not? The video game thing with music is is going crazy right now. How could they not? With you know, I mean, you you, you have to uh, capitalize on all that stuff. I mean, oh, when exactly. You're, when you're a musician, there's so much money and in, in especially when you have a catalog. I mean, they have what seven, eight albums, something like that. I think that's uh, that's huge. Yeah, there's this whole new medium to get some ancillary income coming in. So a lot of bands are starting to take advantage of it. Oh yeah. And the bands are, and then the games are cool, man. So it seems to be working out well. Well, that's it's old news. I, you know, I was thinking about it since we talked about it last time. 
Uh, I mean, remember Kiss? You might be a little young, but Kiss had like uh, comic no, I'm books. part of the Kiss Army. All oh, right, yeah, me too. So uh, like uh, <laughs> Kiss had comic books, video game, movies, movies. TV yeah. show. Uh, shoot, man. I mean, Halloween costumes. I, I've seen somebody dressed up as, as Ace Freely or uh, or Gene Simmons, you know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> These guys, uh, every every single, uh, pe- you know, Chris, uh, all the, all those guys. So uh, it's it's hilarious. Every Halloween, you know, and sometimes just during the regular year, you know, you see them. <laughs> um, and speaking of reunion tours and stuff with Led Zeppelin and ACDC and... Um, all these bands coming back, uh, Smashing Pumpkins are coming back. I heard that. I heard that. That's uh, yeah. Is it the original Smashing Pumpkins? I mean, or is it just Billy Corgan well, you, and? Uh, you know what? I don't know. Yeah, you know what? I think and, they did that. They just played a stint locally, like what a year did, ago. Yeah, they Maybe did two? the um, Fillmore, Fillmore for about in eight San Francisco, in a row. and they did a whole week long stint there and totally transformed it into their own little. Now, and it was uh, the original Smashing menu. Pumpkins. No, at that time it was not. I heard it was not all the same people. So yeah, I didn't see it myself. To know so. if it is the same lineup of people. Yeah, I, I'm. I, I'm not sure, but you know, I mean, it's pretty much Billy Corgan is Smashing Pumpkins. I guess you right. could replace. I, I think it would be cool to see the whole band there. Um, I'm not sure. I was it the drummer that passed it. away? I think they were on the second drummer, maybe. I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm not. You know what? I didn't. I'm not, I haven't been following since a long. It's been a time long ago. time. So the, yeah, I think the uh, the Smashing Pumpkins that's that's another big money tour. A lot of people will come out and see that, or bring their kids to go see it with them. That's pretty big. And um, they're starting off their tour at the uh, Bridge School Benefit, the twenty second annual Bridge School Benefit. In yeah, this Mountain has a good California. lineup. This yeah. has a good lineup. I was reading it the other day. Uh, who else do we have? We have uh, Neil Young, of course. Well, every year, yeah. Yeah. Um, Wilco, Jack Johnson, Death Cab for Cutie, Nora Jones, Cat Power. And that's both, what is it, Saturday, Sunday? And then only on Saturday is Sarah McLaughlin and ZZ Top. And Sunday night uh, is Josh Groban and Smashing Pumpkins. Wow, so that's yeah, pretty yeah. good lineup. So yeah. that's gonna be, I think it's Saturday and Sunday, October twenty fifth and October twenty sixth. Yeah, and you know what? If uh, that that's an excellent show, it's been going on for many years out there. Uh, I've yeah. been around Shoreline, twenty second annual. In so it's been going out for that area, and it's awesome. It's you, they they bill it as an all acoustic event. Um, sometimes they do throw in some electric stuff. Oh, uh, I could tell you like, over the years. I mean, we could sit here and that's another the, show we could do. Some of the bands I've seen out oh, there. It's been I mean, Pearl Jam. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's Metallica Acoustic, I think. Uh, uh, Red Hot Chili Yeah, Red Peppers. Hot Chili Peppers. Tom Petty and, the, you know, everybody. Uh, George Thorogood. That, Willie that's Nelson. Where, there's yeah. been so many good bands at this great, show great over the years. Great function to go. So, and it supports um, a great cause. Uh, yeah. You know, the, it's a benefit for uh, Neil Young School, the Bridge School, which is a nonprofit organization whose mission is to ensure that that individuals with severe speech and physical impairments achieve full participation in their communities through the use of augmentative and alternative means of communication and assistive technology applications and through the development, implementation, and dissemination of innovative lifelong educational strategies. And he didn't just read that. That was that was just from the top Ooh, of his head. And that was in one breath. So that was that was uh that was perfect. Uh I'm glad you had that right. Yeah. 
Those, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a great cause. Great shows, too. I mean, you're getting, uh, those are one of those shows where you get a wonderful show for the money, and I'd almost, you know, think that you should be willing to pay a little bit more for that cause, so that's cool. Go out and spend some money. I'm going to try and make that myself if I can. Oh, yeah, you got to head over there. It's one of the best shows of the year, always. What other shows do we have up and coming since we brought up shows? I know that uh, one of our favorite bands, a uh, punk band from Fat Records, uh, Lagwagon. Oh, yeah, they're doing two is, shows. Is coming to town pretty soon. Yeah, two shows. In fact, when I was down in L.A., they were down there playing the House of Blues, uh, I believe, with uh, MXPX. And that was kind of a good show. And then they, uh, I think they're coming up here and they're playing Sunday night, the 5th at the Parkside and Monday night they added a second show which we're going to go to so yes it's the first fifth and the sixth yeah so that'll that'll be a good one we'll be able to review that uh, and I think let's see as far as punk shows go there's another good one coming up in November I think there's still a lot of tickets available for it uh, Rise Against with Alkaline Trio Thrice uh, I think Gaslight Anthem and uh, there might even be another uh, band in there somewhere that I'm missing, but that's a good one. That's down at San Jose State uh, Event Center. Okay, right and, there on uh, the campus. Yeah, right there on campus. And that's it, it's yeah, it's an all right venue. I, I I'm not the biggest fan, but uh, it's wide open. You're getting to see a good show lineup for the money on that one. Mm-hmm. And uh, let's see, who else do we have coming up? Uh, Fish. Oh, is starting to. G- come up again they're that's starting right. to play again didn't they do like some sort of uh i think they did a was it an obama uh fundraiser or some sort of fundraiser no they actually they did a wedding oh. reception ah wedding they reception ended up um gosh when who was it for it was for their old road road manager brad brad sands ah, that was cool of them they started playing at the wedding reception and people were speculating that they were going to go back out on tour and they said that they were they weren't thinking about it, and then a couple of days later, they've announced that they're going to be playing Hampton, uh, Hampton, Virginia. That's going to draw a lot of people. I mean, they're in, in fact they they have a lottery to get tickets. Wow. You have to put in your name. Well, and they're be even drawing though the names, let's say a hundred thousand people get to go to the show and it's that big, you're still going to have another hundred thousand people outside that show, man. That play, you know, it's it's like the old dead shows, like a flea market out front. Oh, totally. It's insane out there. Yeah, people won't even care if they're getting in. They're just going to want to be a part of that. So that, that's going to be very interesting. I'm sure if they do a tour, they're going to have a huge following. Uh, I, know, I know you're a, a Fish fan, so I'm sure uh, if you can catch them at one of your uh, favorite venues, you'll be seeing one of those. Oh, I'll definitely be there. If you know what? To be honest, being area. a big music fan, John, uh, I'm uh, ashamed to say I've never got to see Fish live, so uh, I can't really judge them in any way, shape, or form. Uh, I've heard them on on uh, CDs a couple times and whatnot, and um, I can't say you know I dislike them or anything. I think they're good musicians, but I, I'd like to see them live. So uh, that that might give me an opportunity if they come through to go see them. Oh. That would be great if we could go together. That would be awesome. We might have to check them out. So Definitely. Uh, didn't you see them up at, uh, didn't they play at some cool, I think you were telling me one time about one of the coolest shows you ever saw. We were talking about that. And you said uh, was up at some, was it a gorge or something? Yeah, one of the coolest shows. I've been to the, ve- the venue twice now. Um, it's the gorge up in George Washington. That's right. A wonderful, wonderful venue with a backdrop of the Columbia River Gorge. And if you hit it at the right time of year, the sun sets right be- behind the stage. 
Uh, oh, and man, that must be Fish awesome. Fish took advantage of it very well. They'd start the show a little early, and then by the second or third set, the, the sun would be uh, setting behind them. And then by the third set, it would be dark out, and they wow. could have all the lights and stuff going. That must, now, do they bring, like, an elaborate set out there, or is it uh Well, they always they don't have really an elaborate set. It's a lot of truss pieces with swivel lights and everything. It's just a really good light show. And then I'm sure the camping and the air and the and the stars. I mean, I, I think being out there, it's probably fun. Oh, it's always wonderful. It's it's not the best place to be camping simply because it's big fields of dirt. Usually, uh, not much grass, or at least it wasn't the years I was there, so it was quite dusty. But um, do you think they're going to play the there on this were, tour? They're wonderful. They haven't announced future dates or future venues. Um, right now, they're just going to be playing, uh, let's see. Hamptons, you said, I believe, and a couple other. Yeah, That's they, all right, Joey. The, we, we can touch on that later. I know they just, it, it's the one of those web, things that just the came The website that, uh, posted it as March 6th, 7th, and 8th of 2009 at Hampton Coliseum. Well, you know what? I think uh, we were talking last week about the dead uh, doing some stuff, and I could kind of see maybe the fish and the, and the dead doing stuff together. If possible, just because I know that they all like playing together and uh, there's kind of some spots to fill, I think. Uh, I know Fish is still, you know, a complete band, but uh, that, that would be very interesting. I originally thought when the dead were getting back together that they were going to tap, uh, is it Trey Anastasio? Is that how, how I pronounce his name? I believe so, okay, yeah. Okay, perfect. Just want to make sure I didn't get that wrong. Uh, I believe they were going to uh, tap his shoulder to play guitar. And uh, when they took uh, Wood, um, sorry, I get his name wrong every time. Um, Warren Haynes. Warren Haynes. I was going to say Woody, but that's the basis from Government, government Mule. Uh, yeah, Warren Haynes uh, to play from Almond Brothers. Uh, that that surprised me a little bit, but I think he'll do well as well. That would be an ultimate jam band ticket right there, would be Fish and the Dead. I mean, imagine that. Imagine that. I mean, you want to talk about sales and uh, and, and tours. I mean, I when I was younger, my dad uh, was a big Dead fan and got to... He, taped a lot of shows and went to a lot of shows and i got i probably saw him oh half a dozen times uh if not a dozen and went and hung out at a lot of shows in the parking lots when i was in high school and whatnot so that was a lot of fun and i know a lot of people um needed something like that to go do and, and there's not many bands i know a lot of people switched over like what dave matthews band has a pretty big following and I'm trying to think of other bands mm-hmm. that bring people with blues traveler they still have a big following they still have a pretty good following i don't know how they many people a actually following i don't know I how know big it is i don't know how many people they're... are following them in their buses and stuff so i'm thinking what dave matthews still has people that travel behind them uh, definitely uh i think the jack johnson has one of those kind of following yeah, jack johnson's bit. pretty big yeah he's he's pretty big See, and we're else? talking about the following being those people that go on tour with the yeah, band. Yeah, I'm talking actually follow, follow. show to show. Not just like show up one or two. Used to have a major following. Exactly. I mean, the Grateful Dead, shoot, people would get in their buses or cars or whatever. You know, even some people would ride motorcycles and follow them all the way across the country. And Do they whatever did. you could to get to the next show, man. You got to well, sell that and, veggie burrito. And the Dead did not do a light tour. The Dead would play three shows in every city for, you know, nine months straight. So that that was pretty uh, a pretty big deal. But now I think a, a lot of people have needed something to do for a while. And uh, I also heard a lot of that is tied in with, uh, you know, the Democratic Party. And uh, they need pe- music and representatives and whatnot. I think that's that's cool. I'm awesome to see him. Uh, I think it's awesome to see him doing that for uh, Barack Obama, and definitely, I think it's pretty cool. 
another great thing that these I think it's mostly originated with jam bands, but a lot of bands are starting to do it now while they're on tour is they're starting to play their full certain full albums all the way through in sequential order. So it's like listening to the album. Primus did that. In fact, you you went and saw I missed it, but you went and saw him do was it Frizzle Fry? Um, they or Sailing the of Cheese, or which album was it? You saw it at the Greek Theater, and they played it straight through. I believe it was Sailing the Seas of Cheese. I could be wrong. It I was think at it the was. Greek Theater. If I'm wrong, please email us at podcast at musicsumo.com. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. But they've also done, they did a tour where they were doing Pink Floyd's Animals all the way through. They did a couple. Which was great. Yeah, on this, on the, on that, you know, I got to hear it on the internet, actually, uh, that, mm-hmm. that show you saw. And I think you you were the one that recommended it to me. So, uh, but I, I could have sworn they played a couple. They they played an album straight through, and then they did some like Pink Floyd covers and some newer stuff. And uh, yes, they did a know. whole tour where they actually did Pink Floyd's The Animals album yeah. as oh, well. Oh man, which wow. was great. Yeah, that one of my uh, I, I like Primus a lot. Great band, great band live. Uh, I know less. They're doing a New Year's show. Uh, is it Primus or is it? I believe it's Les Claypool. For this New Year's, it's going to be Les Claypool. Uh, When they did the Pink Floyd album, it was Les Claypool's Flying Frog Brigade. uh, And Primus did all of Sailing the Seas of Cheese. Yeah, or Frizzle Fry. Or Frizzle Fry. One of the two. It was one of the two. (laughs) It it was a good show anyway. No, it was Frizzle Fry because it had... um, you were there anyway. John the Fisherman. Obviously had a good time. So it had John the Fisherman. Oh, yeah. They did John the Fisherman's. I remember that because that's one of my favorite Primus tunes. I want to be a fisherman. Yes. All right. So, so it was Fizzle Fry. Right on. So good show. That um, I'd like to see that New Year's one, but with kids and all, we'll probably be hanging at home, having some champagne or something. You might be at that one, but I know you're going to go to the, what was the other one? Galactic and... Uh, no, it was no. not Galactic. Sorry, it was wrong. Grey Boy All-Stars and P-Funk. Ooh, yeah. Ow. Yeah, it should be good. That'll be fun. I believe it's going to be at the Warfield this year in San Francisco. That'll be fun, man. What what other shows we got coming up? The Heavy Metal-wise, uh, In Flames are playing at the Warfield. Uh, let's see. There's a couple other pretty decent acts coming up. I'm not the... Uh, Weezer, yeah, yeah, Weezer tickets went up on sale uh, to the event center in San Jose way on early. October thirteenth. I want to say that's sold out though because I know tickets. I saw something online about tickets like pre-sales and iTunes. Like get, you know, your tickets early with the purchase of this album, things like that. So I wouldn't be surprised if that one was sold out. But that mm-hmm. that they always put on a good show. Uh, Cheech and Chong are live uh, coming up. If you want to see some live comedy, I, I think they're they're playing. Uh, they're playing Knob Knob Hill Masonic Center in San Francisco on wow. November twenty third. Not a bad venue. That would be a great show to. And catch. I believe they're playing in Berkeley at the uh, Berkeley Community Theater. Yes, in but fact, I'm not that's sure sold. What, yeah, oh, it's got to be sold. It's out. sold out. I tried to get tickets. To be honest with you, I didn't want to miss that one. So it doesn't matter what night it is. You're not. Getting I don't in. think you're getting tickets to Cheech and Chong <laughs> unless maybe you go hang out and you bring like a six foot doobie with you um have you heard chris cornell's new album that timberland did you know him? what yeah i was just gonna say uh it's real techno-y uh and it's uh i want to say is he gonna do something for the new james bond movie because i know he didn't he do part of the soundtrack for the last one 
Yeah, he did. He did. But, but I, I want to say something has to do. He's not doing no. the new one. I don't believe. No, that's it's pretty. No, uh, who is doing the new one is uh, Jack White with that's right. Someone else with uh, Alicia Keys. That's right. You're exactly right. So th- so that'll be interesting. But uh, Chris Cornell decided to get kind of hip with uh, the new crowd now. Yeah, I heard it. Listeners and did something with Timberland. And it's, it's supposed to be kind of funky club style type stuff. Yeah, I heard the radio cut. You know, it's one of those things where I don't think you're going to listen to that album straight through, you know, unless you're in a club. Uh-huh. But it's good. It's good. It's it's refreshing. His voice is I've always liked Chris Cornell's voice. That's, I think a that's lot of people do. what everybody I've heard is saying. They're saying um, his voice sounds great. It sounds just like, you know, old stuff, except for the fact that the beats aren't the same. And they're not really that into it. They're like, I wouldn't buy it or anything. Yeah. But, you know, it's nice to hear him doing something different. Exactly. I think that's one of those ones you hear on the radio and it's a catchy tune and you listen to it. And then, yeah, You're like, yeah. I, 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 it's I, one of those, eh, I don't know how that'll go over, but I, it's, it's definitely refreshing. Yeah, I don't mind seeing people try. Anyway, he's coming to town. If you want to check out his new stuff, he's going to be... Uh, at the Fillmore in San Francisco on October 31st. Oh, cool. Who's playing with him? Is there anybody? Uh, is that, is he... It's just Chris Cornell and Timberland. Oh, wow. So that's kind of so interesting. That'll be really interesting. I'm sure actually. there'll be some guest stars at that, too. A little bit of support. You would think so. With Timberland, with both of them being there, that they'd have someone else wanting to sit in with them. Hey, doesn't Eminem have a new album coming out soon? I hear that he is in the studio and he says that his beats are banging. Yeah, that's what I, I heard rumors that he was recording a brand new album and it was going to be huge. Yeah. And then, uh, let's see, what was the other, um, there was another big, uh, oh, Guns N' Roses, Chinese Democracy. Finally coming out. Yeah, hey man, I think if they don't get that thing out soon, it's going to be leaked out on all on the internet before, I mean, they've already have, what, four songs of it out that people have heard? Oh, yeah, at least. So, and, and how many songs are they going to put on? Is it going to be a double album? Uh, if it's only a 13-song album and four songs are already out, shoot, not many people are going to go buy a, an album for nine songs. So, uh, let, let's see how many more songs come out before they actually get that thing out. Right. Um, let's see. When was that? They say, I believe, it's supposed to come out in November now. Yeah, they wanted to do a holiday just release. The, exactly. I, I don't think they're going to make it. Uh, I just, I think the second you have your album cut and it's it's sitting around for some reason it seems to leak out on the internet and and this thing's been around for, from what i've heard this thing's been recorded and done for years and they've just been delaying it over it, money and contracts i don't know I, i'm not involved with it so i have no clue but i i have a feeling that this thing by the time it comes out it's going to be leaked there's going to be all kinds of lawsuits uh they might get delayed again We'll see. Let's see. Uh, that, you know, another thing is, does anybody really care at this point? I hate to say that, but uh, it, it doesn't even have Slash on it, does it? No, it does not. So, I mean, to does me... Does it even have Buckethead anymore? Because since Buckethead left, did they have to replace all of that, his tracks? I have a lot of questions. I don't know. Uh, that's it, you know, and, and if all it is is Axl Rose, I mean, how many of us really care? I kind of always was a Slash guy. I didn't really care for Axl Rose that much. I thought Slash was a very underrated guitarist, and uh, I was really glad to see him on the video games and whatnot make a big comeback. It's really cool. I hear that one track from the album is supposed to be in a movie this October ten- coming out this October tenth, and I'm trying to find out right now. Well, they're gonna they're gonna milk. I mean, that's gonna be huge. Another one of those things. I don't think the Guns N' Roses album is gonna be an exclusive release because I don't think Walmart or anybody would want to carry. 
or Best Buy would want to carry something risque like a Motley Crew or Guns N' Roses exclusively. Uh, ACDC is a little more, you know, soccer momish. So I think uh, they, they can pull that off. But I don't think that's going to happen with some of these other guys. Guns N' Roses. I, well, I heard I heard through the grapevine that it's going to be released exclusively through Best Buy. Wow. So, you know, that's another one of those ones where here you go. You got to go to Best Buy to get the new guns. Or supposedly, we don't, we're not for sure on that. But Right. But I, I do believe they're doing an exclusive distribution deal with somebody. And I believe it is Best Buy. Yeah, I think Guns N' Roses at this point acts a lot of bow down to Slash. Beg mercy, you know what? <laughs> you do know whatever that will it takes. Never happen. Well, if whatever it takes to get the original, these guys are all still around. Play as an original band, for God's sakes. Do a tour where you can show up to every show and play. Uh, record an album as the original band. Do the video game thing. You guys will make tons of money, and, and everybody will get to see a good band. I got to see Guns N' Roses several times, and they were a great band. See, that's something I am sad to admit is I never got to see them live, and. I do believe one of the best rockin' albums was Appetite for Destruction, Guns N' Roses. Well, you know, one and of the best rock era of them. See, would you like to see that straight through? Wouldn't that be an awesome show? That would be a great show. I mean, show. just play that straight through. I saw Guns N' Roses three times, and uh, the first time I saw them was interesting. This is a funny show. It was at a small place, and they opened for a band called The Cult. Now, I mean, you know, The Cult was a big band back then, and I really liked them, but I went to see The Cult, and this band called Guns N' Roses came out and played. I ended up buying Appetite for Destruction the next week. I mean, that was it just blew me away how good they were. Uh, they came back about a year later opening for Aerosmith at the Shoreline in support of, uh, oh, I believe it was their, let's see, second album. Was it Lies? Something Lies. Is that right? And uh, with yeah, uh, was, that was their acoustic patience album. and all yeah. that stuff. Yeah, I want to yeah. say it was their second, right, right around because I know they played Patience Live and it was real big. People were whistling and stuff. Oh, that's it. Speaking of lies, the the album, the track that's coming out for the movie is going to be for the movie Body of Lies that comes out in theaters October 10th, and it has Leonardo DiCaprio and Russell Crowe in it. Yeah, so that's that's another capitalization. So yeah, Guns N' Roses with Aerosmith and Guns N' Roses was opening. I mean, can you believe that? I mean, that was that blew me away. And then the next like couple years later, I saw him and it was, uh, I think it was supposed to be Faith No More, Metallica, Guns N' Roses, and that was at the Oakland Coliseum where the whole lawn got torn up, and that was I mean that was crazy. And Guns N' Roses took forever to take oh, yeah. the stage, but then put on a pretty damn good show. I mean, put on, busted out all their tunes and had the huge extravagant setup where he played November Rain on the piano. And not that I'm the, you know, I'm starting to sound like a big old huge Guns N' Roses fan, but those guys were good live. Oh, definitely. I'm, that's what I hear anyway. Yeah, no, good, great band live. And to answer the Buckethead question of, is he still on the tracks? Apparently this track that's being released um, for this Movie still includes tracks with Buckethead. Oh, on. cool. Well, he's a burning guitarist, so I, I will give him, you know, the old Deli Creeps guitarist, uh, Bay Area boy. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, pretty, pretty good. Uh, Bay Area in LA. I know he spent a lot of time, but uh, he rocks, man. Good. Uh, Apparently, this Primus, track, this track isn't going to be on the uh, soundtrack for the album, for the movie, though. It's going to play at the ending credits of the movie, but it's not going to actually be on the soundtrack release interesting yeah so they're gonna make you maybe make buy you it buy the guns and roses album i think it's just gonna be a little flavor taste huh i gotcha 
a little release in the theaters to get everybody Hence interested. The, uh, you could be mine from the old uh, Schwarzenegger movie here. I'm doing a little trivia. Oh, yeah. Uh, use your illusion. Use your illusion. Uh, yeah, but it was You Could Be Mine was in the movie with Schwarzenegger when he was, uh, oh, come on. It was an action. Action hero. Last action hero. Is that right? Yeah. Was it? Yeah, Last Action Hero, I believe. Was if it I'm wrong, that? somebody nail me on that. I think it was Terminator 2. No, it was... Oh, was that... <laughs> okay, you could be mine. That's right. <laughs> yeah, that's hilarious. What was Wasn't the one? It? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, okay, someone, well, someone, someone nail us on that podcast one. Podcast at musicsumo.com. Let us know. I think it was Terminator 2. No, you're 2. right. Terminator 2. You're right. You're right. It was Terminator 2. I knew it was a Schwarzenegger movie, man. So, yeah, they did... They have already done that. So, that's just a redo. They're just making some money. Yeah. So any other bands coming that you can think of? Any other good shows coming up? I can't think of too many uh, right offhand. And the next, I'm sure before our next podcast, we'll have some more. Um, Let's see here. In the next, during during the next week. Who uh, else is around? Now, we're only talking about San Francisco area because this is where we're from. Yeah, exactly. But, but, you know, if you want us to talk about other places, let us know. Call in and we'll announce your show. We got no problem. You, you, you call us at, uh, at the number, leave a message, and we'll we'll take our email, and uh, we will announce your show. That's yeah. what we're here for. We got no problem with that. We're just announcing yeah, actually, shows we like prefer, around the Bay Area. If you're going to send us listings, uh, send it to us via email at podcast at musicsumo.com. That's let us know way. about your shows, and we'll uh, let people know and let try to get some people out. Try to support all you bands out there. And if it's a local one, shoot, we'd like, we'd like to catch you. Yeah, definitely. We'd like to show up for it and see what you guys are doing. I hear a lot of a lot of people talking, you know, hey, let's go see a good show tonight. Well, anywhere I go now, uh, another new thing is anytime you go to a record store now or sometimes just in downtown city streets, you've got guys selling their CDs. Oh, yeah. In the front of Walmart. I mean, I bought like four rap albums. All the time, They, I get approached. Not that I go into Walmart much, but I have to go shopping there for work. Sure. Uh, but, uh, the, yeah, I get approached by, you know, five or six of them just walking through the parking lot to get to my car. Listen to my CD. Listen to my CD if you want it. $5. Telegraph in front of Amoeba. Uh, Rasputin. Everywhere. Everybody uh, wants I was down to know in Los Angeles stuff out. And walking the Hollywood Boulevard and in front of, like, everywhere there were guys. I mean, Virgin Megastore, all that stuff. Uh, the guys selling their, uh, their raps. And they want you to put their headphones on, listen to their album, and then buy it for a couple bucks. And Exactly. And you know what? You can usually buy them. I'll usually tell the guy, hey, I, you know, I, I like your stuff, but all I got is a buck or two. And it's just like you're giving money away to a homeless guy almost, other than these guys, you know, not to put down somebody selling their, their music on the street. I try to let street. them know about musicsumo.com. Yeah, it's funny. I pass it on to you usually, but uh, they, uh, these guys, uh, you know, they're trying to make a living like anybody else. Hey, if you got a buck or two, maybe you can buy one. It doesn't take much to make those CDs, so, you know, they're, any any anything helps, and it gets their name out there. I've found that for a couple bucks, you can usually pick one of these guys' albums up if you like them and uh, mm-hmm. helps them out. Mm-hmm. Um, some more shows that are coming you wanted to know. Uh, oh, man, I don't Flogging know. Flogging Molly? You like Flogging Molly? Yeah, when I was down in L.A., they were playing. It was funny, man. They had, like, a one-night House of Blues. It was Flogging Molly. One night it was uh, MXPX and Lagwagon, like I said. It was like all these great shows in a row. And uh, I was down there with the kids and wife, having, so I didn't really want to pull away and go see it. But I would have loved to have seen some of those shows. 
right. would have been a lot of fun. Well, you get to see Flogging Molly then because they're going to be at the Fillmore in San Francisco October 19th and 20th. Yeah, I might have to catch that. That, that might be a good one to catch. That's, a, I believe, a Sunday and Monday, though, right? Uh, yeah, I think so. It's the 18th of Saturday, I believe. So. I, believe. Yeah, that's... I, be- I know that they were school nights. So. Yeah, that's going to. I might because try and catch I, I that. I knew some high school kids that were like kind of bummed because they didn't want to be tired huge, for school the next that's day. That's another band that has a big, loyal uh, following. When oh, I was down huge. in LA, I mean, I saw tons Gigantic. of Flogging Molly fans everywhere. So, big uh, Irish band. Great, great music. They're out of LA. Uh, great, great sound. Wonderful band live. I think a lot of people like their music. Great drinking music. Well, great drinking music follows them because um, right afterwards on October 21st at Shoreline, Jimmy Buffett's coming to town. Oh, there you go. Margaritaville. Parent. Yeah, definitely. That's always a fun one. I've seen him several times. I'm a little, uh, I don't know. I, I'd, I'd catch him if I had to, but right now, you know, not that I have anything against him. I'm probably catching some other shows. It's so hard. There's so many good ones. Yeah, and... Coming up now is going to be Madonna as well. Oh, November Madonna! First huh? and second. Yeah, that's, that's... going to be a good one. But and another um, another one that's going to be just way overpriced. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly right. If you want to, to me, why do you want to see Madonna when she's like what an inch tall and you're a thousand feet away? That's that's not fun. Uh, I'd rather just watch the con- you know the concert will be on some HBO exclusive or Showtime or you can buy it on DVD for ten bucks in a month or two. So. Well, it's going to be the same thing because you're going to be sitting on the lawn watching a video projector anyway. That's happened to me every year for the past 10 years. My wife said, I want to go see Madonna. And I say, okay, do you want to spend $400 to go see Madonna? Or would you rather go to Vegas, you know, or something? (laughs) It's like, you know, we never can talk ourselves into saying. Same with the Eagles when they came around. I think most of us, unless you're just a diehard, diehard fan of a band, aren't going to spend a couple hundred dollars to go see a band. I'm much happier spending, you know, 25 or under to go see a show with a couple bands that are decent mm-hmm. and, and and i think you can put a show on for that much i, I think when they get into these high price shows it's because they're 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 spending too much money the way they're traveling the places they're booking uh you know the there a lot of extra expenses are going in and i i think you know you don't need to charge more than 25 maybe 30 dollars if you're playing a, a venue that that costs a lot to hang lighting and whatnot well, especially some of these tours also have sponsorship deals, so they're paid for already. They're, yeah, they're getting paid. The tour is getting paid for, and yet some of the, these tours are still outrageously overpriced. And some, I mean, a lot of them they do the sponsorship deals to lower the price of tickets, and a lot of times it helps. But there's still a lot of these tours that are severely overpriced that are have sponsorship deals which doesn't make any sense to me yeah i agree i agree and the other thing is you know i don't know this for exact fact but i know that a lot of these stadiums where they have the shows sell season tickets because of sports and whatnot and if people all these corporations own the luxury boxes and a lot of the seats uh it might be a write-off for a lot of concerts i don't know how many people actually get these tickets and I, i know that i've gotten several times tickets from people's company where it was just like here you know Nobody wants to go see Black Sabbath and Pantera from Hewlett Packard. You can have the ticket to go see the show. <laughs> right. What else has been happening? Have you heard anything in the news? You know, um, I actually, a couple little things. Uh, Ry Cooter, pretty darn good guitarist, uh, made his first appearance in 20 years on stage. Really? Yeah, he came out uh, and played with uh, bassist and drummer. At the, uh, I believe it was two Bay Area sold out shows 
it was like a hundred dollars a ticket, another show, but people got their money's worth because they got to see Ry Cooter. I mean, shoot, when the guy doesn't play for twenty years, I think you can get away with charging a hundred dollars for one venue. If it's a one-off show, then that's. I think it was one or two. I don't think he's torn, so that was pretty big. And I know that there were some pretty big people there uh, because of that. Uh, Elvis Costello. Um, there was a couple other big ones. I'm slipping my mind, but I read just read that article. There's, uh, let's see, what else do we have in the music news? Bruce Springsteen just announced that he's going to be playing the halftime show at this year's Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah, I heard that. That that that's cool. That's good old American, you know, football. Springsteen, born in the USA. I think that's uh, that's a good one. Oh, definitely. I think a lot of people are going to like it. No, I think it's going to go along with the NASCAR ads and stuff. No, it, it, it goes Miller, Budweiser, Budweiser. Yeah, he'll come out with a, like an American flag or Budweiser guitar and, you know, uh, open shirt. And, <laughs> do you think uh, he's going to go that far? Yeah, and he'll and he'll do the little rocking out, you know, thing. I don't think he's going to be pulling out, uh, what's her, uh, Courtney, um, Courtney Cox from the... Uh, from the front row, though, I don't know if you're old enough to remember that, John. But in one oh, of his early videos, <laughs> am I old enough to remember that? Sadly, I am old enough to remember that. Dancing she in was really the dark. cute. I thought that back then. Yeah, now that's that's hilarious. So, yeah, no, it's cool. I'll watch that. I mean, shoot, I'm going to be watching the Super Bowl. I'm sure most people are. Oh yeah, is it not still one of the most widely watched sport events? It, it sure it is. is one of the widest, but I don't. It's not the widest, I don't think. Oh yeah, and you know the music football crossover that's been happening with the Monday Night Football, Hank Williams Jr. You know, you see tons of these these uh, bands crossing over to the NFL thing. That's cool. It's good. It interests a lot of us, and uh, music goes right along with sports. Definitely. So I think I think that'll be cool. That uh, next thing is that you know one thing I noticed it's it's funny that did kind of a little side note on that. I notice a lot of uh, bands are starting to play live at sporting events. You're starting to see like the Boston Red Sox games, like Dropkick Murphys are playing. And uh, is this during halftime? Well, or yeah, they do it, like uh, either right after the game, or I want to say seventh inning stretch. And uh, either you know sometimes pre games or in between innings. I don't think anybody's playing during the game, but I, I know a lot of these bands have been doing. Um, you know, it's kind of become a, a local thing. You'll get a lot of local local acts doing this. So, That's cool. Yeah, I think it's pretty cool. It goes hand in hand with like the fireworks shows, all that good stuff. Last show you were mentioning, we were talking about legal and illegal downloads and how Kid Rock doesn't release any of his stuff, stuff online digitally. Yeah, at least that, from what I've seen. I don't know, you know, I haven't gone to Kid Rock's site, so just to well, back up were, what I said. Well, you were 100% correct, but this week it seems that he signed a deal with Rhapsody. Hey, that's big news. And I know some people he's going to be, be selling his, some of his songs on Rhapsody. That, that, that's a big deal. Uh, you know, some um, so if you're Kid, Kid Rock fan, people. hey, you're going to love getting this stuff online. Yeah, he's huge. Kid Rock's big, uh, you know, I'm sure a lot of people will be guzzling down some Coors Light and clicking up some uh, Kid Rock tunes. It'll be interesting to see what his sales like uh, are like, uh, how much they skyrocket here really soon. Oh, yeah, that, that Sweet Home Alabama, I mean, uh, All Summer Long song he's got, it uh, sounds just like a cross between uh, Sweet Home Alabama and our local guy Warren Zevon's Werewolves of London. That thing's huge, man. Oh, man, I hear that playing out of every car and... It's probably on a million MySpace things, so 
That's uh, he's he's gonna sell a ton once he once he puts that on there. That'll probably be a million bucks worth of clicks right off the bat. It's interesting he went with Rhapsody though, and exclusively with Rhapsody, I believe. Well, it sounds like somebody pissed him off along the way or didn't offer him enough money. It's so it's a war. I mean, those things are all that exclusive stuff is a war of money. Let's oh, say totally. Rhapsody offers you a million, iTunes offers you two. I mean, which one are you going to go with? I mean, I, I have a feeling they they bought them out. I don't know. That's something I could find that out. Actually, that's something I can find out. I'd I, I'd be interested to actually know that if it was a matter of um, contract deal, or if it was a matter of he just liked Rhapsody. Sometimes people go with what they like too. That's very true. But it, it, what what I'm saying is just like we were speaking earlier about getting your record in a, in as many stores as possible uh why not try to get your album on as many online stores as possible yeah good call and no, rhapsody is not the biggest i mean not to diss rhapsody no no rhapsody's great but, but it's not the biggest no it's not the biggest but i think that's one of those things where they're trying to corner if i was a uh, marketing guy at rhapsody i'd say they're trying to corner uh, their own niche in the market. If you get one guy exclusively, that's what's well, one more thing you have. It's kind of like these satellite radio stations were getting, you know, between uh, Sirius and XM before they had a merger. They were both gobbling up different forms of music and sports and kind of killing each other. And the merger actually between them allowed all these, uh, you know, you could get Martha Stewart and Howard Stern and Oprah Friends and, you know, uh, a punk rock channel and a reggae channel, whatever, you know, I could go on and on, but it, it, it's kind of the same thing. You got to have uh, mergers. Right. So what else? Uh, let's see. Oh, how about some show reviews, man? I, we got to go see Rancid last week. Which was a great show. Yeah, I, I thought so as well. Uh, they played at the Warfield in San Francisco and really blew my mind. I yeah, 25 bucks. That was one of these shows where, uh, to be honest with you, I missed the opening bands. And they actually seem like some nice guys. We were fortunate enough to kind of hang out backstage. And uh, everybody back there seemed really cool mm-hmm. and uh, very cordial to all their fans. Uh, Tim Tim Arsaw, I've seen him in, in the crowd at a couple shows in the past. Uh-huh. And he's a really, I mean, a nice guy. Always takes pictures with people and whatnot. But at this show, he disappeared. Like, Did you see him? I mean, he was like Flash. He came up on stage played and, and then he was gone disappeared he must have had somebody waiting in a car outside because he was he was gone we were back i don't know where he was lars Fredrickson was back there with his mom and dad or his, i'm sorry not his dad his mom and people uh a lot of friends visiting and signing autographs for fans and uh both brett and matt were back uh not i'm sorry the drummer's different but the the bass uh, right i don't think it's the same drummer i might have my facts wrong on that anyway oh, those three guys are back they're really nice guys uh, I think they put on a great show, John. Like you said, uh, definitely gave their fans their twenty-five bucks worth. The oh, sound definitely. was fantastic. You could hear each guitar coming through. They played some Op Ivy songs, which was a great surprise. Yeah, it, it, it was really funny actually. Right when they started playing some of the song, the Op Ivy songs, I looked around the crowd to see how many people were into it, and some of the people around us kind of like just gave this bewildered look of. How come a lot of these people know these songs and I oh, don't? Yeah. yeah, no, that was that <laughs> it was, was really funny. I thought it was really cool. Uh, they they really uh, rocked the house. Uh, it was really cool to see. I mean, Lars Lars Fredrickson really carries that band. You know, oh, Tim's definitely. kind of the star, and he's out there waving his guitar around, and everybody likes to see him. And he's a cool dude. But Lars is playing. Lars carries that whole band. Most of the licks and and he singing. sings most of the yeah. stuff. I mean, he does all the Jesse parts on the op. I, I have to agree with you on that. I, I thought it was I mean, pretty it was pretty clear. 
Yeah, I thought it was pretty interesting. Right and he, he plays a nice SG now, by the way, man. That was a, a good changeover, man. It sounds really crunchy. Yeah, it was nice. So that was, that was cool. Uh, I really enjoyed the Rancid show. And, and I noticed when I was down in L.A., they played, uh, I might be wrong, but it was like five shows in a row. six shows. Six I shows. It up. At the Music Box yep. and on Hollywood Boulevard. Right. And I drove by there, and I looked up at the sign, and I was like, Rancid. And I looked at all the dates. I'm like, oh, man, I could have seen him again. So another thing, you know, another shoot, not to knock our city, but, man, L.A.'s really got, I mean, they played five shows down there. So at a nice venue. So that's uh, that's pretty cool. That they, they, if you get a chance to see those guys, go see them. Yeah, you, they're sounding really good. And I you'll was... have a good time. A lot of people, I think, uh, when I was talking about going to see them, you know, I'm getting a little bit older. I hate to date myself, but a lot of people were like rancid. Oh man, I'm going to see like Journey this week, and uh, right. I was like, you know, they were thinking like these guys are like, you know, all the fans have spikes and mohawks, and you know, Not throwing bottles into the crowd and stuff. And I was expecting, you know, a drunk rowdy band. Not at all. They, they were on their shit. I don't they think were, any of them. I mean, at least I didn't see. I didn't see. We were drinking their beer. Let's put it that way. <laughs> I didn't see anybody. Uh, Anybody uh, backstage drinking or partying? I think those guys are all yeah, sober now, as far us. as I know. If they are, if they are and, drinking, they sure don't do it well. They're and it came through playing. on stage. They had a lot of energy. I could understand what they were saying. Like the sound, the new sound system in the Warfield in San Francisco is great. Yeah, that I was. They got a whole new Meyer sound system. Oh, just to comment it on that, it was my first wonderful. show at the new. The sound, it was. I couldn't compliment it enough. In fact, I was just checking today to see what shows were coming up at the the Warfield. Uh, I know that they have, um, you know, they, they have a, a wonderful list coming up. They just opened uh, over three weeks, maybe a month now, and they've had yeah, several. Yeah, it's been shows. about a month now. But that that rancid one was wonderful, and I heard the same thing about the uh, previous rancid show. And uh, I know that they've got a whole, you know, shows all the way through New Year's, obviously. So that that's something to check on. You can always go online and check that out, and we'll knock off a couple here in a couple minutes. But that's definitely. Uh, you know, when I was down in L.A., I was I was thinking, man, they ought to just a lot of these bands ought to switch over. Some of the L.A. bands ought to come up like they used to do in the 80s and early 90s. You'd get these great, you know, three or four L.A. bands coming up. I haven't seen too many good good tours like that lately. A lot of bands are kind of sticking locally, and when they do go on tour, they're going out of country, mm-hmm. especially on the punk scene. Yeah, I've I've noticed that a lot of the bands are. Uh, a lot of the big bands, anyway, or at least the ones that I like, seem to be going on a lot of international tours. Sure, I mean and you can't blame them. Skipping by my area. Which yeah, you can't blame them. Some, some bands, yeah, it, it's great. I'm all for it when they go on international. I mean, that that's awesome to have people and and, and to get as a bit. You know, I'm not a band member or anything, but uh, when guys get to go uh, and see other countries and whatnot, that's awesome. You get to make a fun out of it as well. So, I think. I think that's cool, but you also want to see these bands play at home. So I think it's cool. A lot of the bands, like like No Use for Name, just did an international tour, and they're coming back playing some small shows around for their fans. I think that's really cool. I know mm-hmm. Lagwagon's doing that. Um, I, I haven't heard about any No Effect shows yet. Are they coming around? Not that I know. Okay, of, no. I, I know. You know, there's. I, but I, I they bo- always sneak up on me. You're the, the one that always is doing a reunion me. show. That's coming up. That I think I mentioned that last show. But uh, um, and Rise Against, who's playing, has a brand new album coming out too. By the way, that's going to be huge. They put really uh, their last album was really good, and uh, I'm sure that this next album will be just. Let's as see good. at the Warfield. We got the Killers coming up on the 21st. Yeah, a lot of people like to put their dancing shoes on for the Killers. From what I've heard, they bring out a big uh, hopping crowd. Oh, really? 
Yeah, I, I've never seen them live. I, I have a couple friends uh, who really liked the Killers and went and saw them and told me they were just awesome live. So and that's one of the bands I'd like to see. Oh, and if you're in the Danzig on uh, November 10th, there's the Blackest of the Black featuring Danzig and Demu Borger. Borger? Dude, they ought to just... The whole time... I don't know the metal scene that well, um, but if you like Danzig... Go to this show. Yeah. I might be there because I, I used to be really. You know I what? I like Danzig, but stuff. what I think the whole time he's playing, they ought to just replay that video from YouTube of him getting his uh, lights punched out, man, just over and over. <laughs> that way, everybody, <laughs> the whole time, you know, he's playing, you can see him just boom, get knocked out by that guy. Did you ever see that? No. Oh, my God. If you guys haven't seen that, you got to go. And, and, and I got to give my friend Ted credit for this because I didn't see, I didn't hear of this until he told me about it one night. Uh, at a bar and thanks Ted because it was hilarious so anyway <laughs> uh, yeah Danzy gets his ass knocked guy. out yeah he's, he's pretty I mean, but he's short, short. He's and short, he starts popping big. off to this dude anyway I don't want to ruin it so you guys watch it he, he gets his ass knocked out so you gotta, you gotta see it but uh, yeah Danzig puts on a good show I, I haven't seen him in years but uh, he's ugly as sin, well the Misfits I mean, are still he, playing he, too he this is what blows me away show. The Misfits are still playing shows. They're going on tour right now. They just backed out of the Volcom thing, and they're, they were playing right, the House right. of Blues as well. When I was, but uh, the Misfits are coming around, and uh, you know Danzig's coming around. Why the hell don't those guys play together? And it's just ridiculous. That would be awesome. That would be a killer bill. That's like we were talking about the jam band fish and grateful. No, Dad. not this not is, separate, but as a band, the Misfits again. I mean, it would just be. I mean, come on, Glenn. I mean, oh, okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah, I mean, it well, wouldn't be, would be even better if the Misfits did a tour. They'd make they'd sell out. I mean, the Misfits sell out every show that they play anyway, and and they don't even have Glenn Danzig with them. And Danzig, I don't know about how many shows he sells out, but I know he's pretty popular. So because I believe he gets to play most of that uh, Misfit stuff. I think he has the rights to a lot of it. I um I know last time I saw him he had pretty much his own catalog he had three three albums out you know mm -hmm. and uh, played most of that stuff it was pretty good mm -hmm. but shoot everybody's playing Misfit stuff live I mean I've seen so many different covers of Misfit songs so what else you got John any uh any other good music news actually there's tons of news but we're actually we're at an hour we're right short, now short huh we've been talking for a long time we've been, we've been rapping for quite a while so. I'm thinking we should probably wrap it up and get to the rest of the news in the next show and try to do it like in the next week. You mean you'll let me out of my trunk over here, my little cage? I can go home. You're my little gimp. I don't have to be like the gimp in Pulp Fiction anymore. Yeah, keep I you in the corner come of the out studio, of the trunk. but you can go home this week. Uh, well, you were in. I let you go to um, Disneyland. So. That was fun. That was cool. Disneyland's a lot of fun. Yeah, that was cool. My kids had a good time. The kids you know. always love it. I have all kinds of political reasons. I hate Disneyland, but you know, you have to put when you have kids, you have to put all that you crap put the aside. And just go, on yeah, and just go in there blind. Yeah, and you, you become a little kid again. It's it's fun. Totally, it's pretty cool with all the Halloween stuff. So, so let's try to get together pretty soon, and we'll try to get a new podcast out to the folks here. Uh, try and get our the, weekly thing going. Yeah, we'll we'll try to get it weekly uh try to get them released every tuesday so stay tuned every tuesday to the news and some music and i think you're having some sort of contest next week for something or other uh... yes next week we're going to be giving away a suppressor from dean markley for acoustic guitars right for an acoustic guitar uh it's designed to eliminate acoustic electric guitar feedback 
when awesome. you're uh, during live amplification. So uh, maybe we won't give cool that away. Thing. I don't have one. <laughs> That's pretty cool, man. <laughs> well, luckily I got I got a bunch of them from Dean Marcus. Right, well, so if you don't win it next yeah, week, nobody calls in, man. I'm uh, I'm rigging it. I'm winning it. No way, man. <laughs> um, but we should be giving this away uh, next show, and we'll let you know how you can um, get this from us. Um, so, and if you don't win this one, we have a bunch of them, so we'll be giving them away every once in a while. So stay tuned, and you can win yourself a Dean Markley acoustic guitar suppressor. That sounds like fun, man. And maybe, we, you know, maybe we can talk to some of the music sumo bands about maybe uh, doing a promotional CD or something. Maybe we can give away a CD one week. That would be kind of fun to get some of our music out there. John, I was going to talk to you about that off the air, but... I no, think- I've I've actually been contemplating doing that. So that's something we'll talk about, and we'll see about giving away some some new promo music. So people that call in and do some feedback, you can get some free music. Why not? And I am waiting for you guys to call in and stump us with some of these things we brought up, or uh, give us some new news to talk about. Definitely, we're willing to get any of your stuff out there. Uh, call us with any music news or any bands you like uh, that you want us to give some airplay. Uh, we're going to try and, uh, you know, play a music sumo artist here every, um, every time and maybe some of the other music we like. Yeah. So call in, write in, let us know what's happening. Ask us questions. Stay in touch. Give us some feedback. Sounds good. Well, we'll talk to you guys next week and, uh, John, thanks for having me once again. And of course, and we will see you next time. Gotta have the music guru here. Oh, yeah. I, I try to be. I try and stay up on this stuff. It gets hard. I'm, I can't read 20 magazines a week now, you know. I can't sit in my bathroom for half an hour time with the kids banging on a, on the door. Uh, you know, I, I, I used to drive a lot, too, and listen to the radio, so it's hard. Nowadays, you only hear commercials, so I'm trying to stay up on that music news, John. And next week, I've, I've got a couple things uh, we didn't talk about this time that we'll add in, so Excellent. we'll see you guys next time. Take Excellent. care, John. Yep. And remember, write in at podcast at musicsumo.com or give us a call at area code 206-350-5659. Take care, everybody. This has been another Music Sumo Podcast.